You're listening to Fear, the Nth Cast. I'm JD. I'm Jason. And we are Joshless. We are. We are this week. That's okay. Um, he's, he's got other things going on. Well, to be truthful, he went up in a blaze of glory on the 4th of <laughs> July, and Josh is no longer with us. <laughs> Didn't mean to laugh when I said that. It's actually very tragic. <laughs> Terrible. You're starting all these rumors. Well, <laughs> the he kind of had a weird moment where he tried to, you know, blast off four Roman candles and mm-hmm. some uh, artillery shells at the same time. And right. He screwed them all to the table, and he just wasn't fast yeah. enough to get away from the table. Yeah. There was a stray Roman <laughs> candle that got into his beard, and it went up like an, like an attic fire. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was tragic, yeah. yet hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> all at the same time. So many mixed emotions. So he's gone. He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Maybe. He's not Maybe really not. dead. Hopefully you can tell by our laughter that he's not really dead. He yeah. just had other things going on this week. So. Yeah, we would be a lot more sad. We <laughs> we probably wouldn't record out of respect <laughs> if he was dead. We could just take a moment of silence. Sure. That'd be good enough. That's it. There it is. Yeah. Cool. No, but uh, this episode is going to be about Fear the Walking Dead, and then you're going to get another Preacher episode this week as well. So, congratulations to you, and for all of the listening you get to do to us, you're welcome. (laughs) Listen to me. Listen. Listen to what I say. Apparently, some people listen to us in the shower. Oh, yeah. I heard about that. And in the bathtub, and I'm just like, well, that's... that's Which makes me wonder if... uh, Who was it again? Lizzie. From, yeah, yeah, Lizzie. Yeah. She was, <laughs> makes me wonder if she either puts her, like, phone in a Ziploc bag and just, like, you know. I'm sure. You ever a, seen people who do that? I think just it's over YouTube like Okay. I, maybe, maybe she has a waterproof phone. All maybe that makes me fancy. think of is The League. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where he's watching porn in the shower right. with his porn phone in a plastic <laughs> bag. <laughs> Oh, God. No, she probably just listened to us on Bluetooth speaker. Oh, she that has makes in sense. her bathroom. Yeah. It's fine. I would have liked the other person. <laughs> you would like a phone in <laughs> yeah, a plastic Just bag. dangling from the, the shower head. <laughs> Jeez. Okay, so what are we talking about? Oh, yeah. Fear the Walking Dead. We're in season three, and this episode is red dirt. Red, red dirt. dirt. Why is the dirt red? With blood. Is that what it is? I don't know. That's what it's called, right? Red dirt? Yeah. Or is it family plot? Which one is it? <laughs> it's pretty sure it's red dirt. I think so, too. <laughs> God, that'll be awkward if it's not. <laughs> I think it's right there. So, um, what did you think? That'll be like the time I thought uh, the zombie bit Tyler. <laughs> Anyways. What did you think of the episode? Did you like it? I thought it was it? pretty good. I enjoyed it. Um, I, I'm wishing, and I'm going to throw this, my one wish critique out there before we get into the episode, because sure. I enjoyed the episode. I wish that they would combine the stories in the episodes. Yeah. It's just feeling too standalone story-ish, and I I really want to know what's going on with Strand now, after how Daniel left him last week, and I want to know what's going mm-hmm. on with Daniel in trying to find his daughter. So, you know, I wish they'd put a little bit of both. I understand why they don't, but me as a fan and as a viewer, I'm wishing, like, hey, okay, give me a little bit of each. Yeah. But other yeah, than that, it's, like the fluidity of the episode, like yeah. I wish it would just. I feel like there's like jarring transitions from one story to another, like you were saying. Like, yeah, there's just a lot of different stuff going on, and I get that they need to tell it, but it is a little jarring sometimes. And yeah, and, I, and with this mid season finale being next week, I would have liked to see a little bit set up for that story right? to kind of have some things tied up next week. But it's a two hour episode, so maybe they'll do it all in yeah. one episode. Who knows? 
pretty much all we saw as far as like prep, and it didn't even really feel prep. Like, like it wasn't like a a battle prep to me. It was like a um, what's her name was was training with the AR and was shooting that and getting yeah. used to that. So uh, that was like pretty much all I saw as far as like learning to shoot a gun. Right. Well, they've got their militia on site, and Troy has told them, "Hey, we." And that was the best speech that Troy gave, I thought, so far in the whole series. As he stood in front of them, told them to stand at attention, and he commanded their attention. He commanded their respect, and he said, all right, this is our job. Those people up there, it's our job to make them feel safe, because if not, they're all going to die. It's our job to keep them safe as well. This is serious. We've got to be models of discipline and order and show everybody that everything's okay. And that was something that I never expected to hear from Troy. That amount of compassion for people that he was there to protect. It was it was surprising to me. Yeah. I the whole speech. I think I don't know, did, could you like put yourself in that position as somebody being led by Troy and really like get behind him on that speech? See To me it felt a little like follow me or else. Like I'm your leader, do what I say. Instead of like, I, I'm more of like the style of leading by example and, and you know. But Troy, I feel, does lead by example. He goes out and he does all that stuff. He went on the boar hunt. He went out there with the guys. He does the stuff, but he's also crazy. Like yeah. he puts them in more danger. But I don't and, think they see it like we see yeah. it as a viewer. Like if I would just had their point of view and had seen this dude do some crazy stuff for sure, but had always been there and had my back, maybe I'd feel differently. So I could see why certain people in the militia who aren't in the know would would support Yeah, him. but I mean, it comes right off the tail end of him trying to lead them out of their desert, walking, and not giving them a break. Yeah. You know, and so, like, that's kind of where I look back. I'm like, that literally just happened. You literally just kind of turned against him and ignored his orders because mm-hmm. you saw that he was kind of crazy and... well. His motive, yeah. his heart was in the right place. He wanted to get back to the ranch to protect the people. Sure. At any cost. And he, he's like, if I can do it, y'all can do it. And that's part of leading by yeah. example, too. Like, I'm going to do this, too. So do what I'm doing. But he was unreasonable. Absolutely. Right. At that point, he's just, you know, like, well, we're all going to die, but that's fine. We're going to die trying to get to where yeah. we need to go. I think he's making steps in the right direction. Mm-hmm. I think he's got a long long way to go and it looks like Madison's going to hold his hand throughout the whole way. <laughs> okay, and let's talk about Madison. You know, cuz she she tried to back him up in front of Jeremiah when Jeremiah was coming down hard on Troy. He was like, "Did you scout the perimeter? Did you check for this, check for that and that." And then Madison's like, "It wasn't his fault." Yeah. Because it wasn't his fault. He did some things he shouldn't have done, but walking into an ambush, it's an ambush for a reason. Even when you do <laughs> yeah. scout the perimeter, they wouldn't have seen all those dudes, and they set up a perfect, like, oh, there's a dude that we care about. What's going on? You didn't expect to be surrounded yeah. suddenly by 40 people with long-range yeah. sniper rifles ready to mow you down. Right. And they they kind of knew you were coming, and that's why they were set up. Yeah, they yeah. figured you would be searching for your search party. Right. They're like, oh, well, because you care about your people. And that's one thing. Maybe they're using one of your good qualities to exploit you, exploit a weakness. Yep. yep. But Madison and her her faith in Troy all of a sudden, 
I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Do you? I'm trying to figure out if I think she really does think Troy is the answer, or if she's just trying to befriend Troy and be someone there for Troy, so that when Troy snaps, she's kind of protected. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, yeah. I was going to ask that anyways, what you were thinking about that, because to me, and we already talked about this before when we were talking about her kind of establishing a relationship with Troy, it feels like to me that she has, and it's already worked a couple times, like Troy's already kind of backed up Madison and been like, she's been here for a week or two weeks and she already gets it. She already gets what we need to be doing. And, you know, so I feel like she's building rapport with the craziest person and the wild card and the person who honestly has the militia or can have the militia on his side. And so in my mind, she's just really, and, and this would be, that would make me really happy if that was her plan. And the writer's plan wasn't just to say like, Oh cool. Like now Madison and Troy are friends. Like, obviously I don't want to see that as a viewer of the show because that's really, just stale. So I want to sure. see like Madison using him, you know, to to really get what she wants, honestly. Yeah, and the cracks that are starting to form at the Broken Jaw Ranch are starting to be very wide, very pronounced, very serious. And I think she as being one of the few people who has been out in the real world realizes that it's safer and better for them to be there. Yeah. And she knows Troy isn't going to leave. So having Troy on her side is going to be a big deal. And even the crazy that they're experiencing in there is nothing compared to no. you know, being but out in the wasteland. The, yeah, what yeah. they've been through, the crazies yeah. that they've dealt with, the, the weird lady last year at the compound that thought they were all savable. Like, right. this is our family. We're going to keep them here in the wine cellar until mm-hmm. we can yield them. Right. Nut job. So, okay. And Jeremiah... I. I don't know what's going on with him because as a doomsday prepper, you think you would prepare for any scenario and that you'd be a little more mentally tough. But at the first sign of struggle, at the first he's, sign of he's people back on the bottle. Yeah, he's back on the bottle. He's given up on his people. He's like, if they want to leave, they can leave. I don't give a shit. I mean, I'm just, it's surprising yeah. to me. Jeremiah's off the wagon again. Right. Well, what, what would he, I don't know what to think about it because I really thought he would be a better leader. And I know he's trying to pass the ranch on to his sons, uh, Troy and Jacob. I always forget his name. I think Jacob is it. Yeah. yeah. And, but he's still in charge. He's still the one that people look to. And now he's one of the only two remaining founders. Yeah. So he's commands some sort of authority and some sort of respect from the people, but he doesn't care. He he's like whatever. I don't give a shit about these people. We did this. We did this. We did this, and they don't care. Fine, fuck them. Get them out of here. Yeah. And it's just I don't understand that attitude. Like doomsday preppers. I'm sorry. People who prepare for the apocalypse realize that working together with people you trust and having a solid group is better than trying to go out on your own mm-hmm. because there's going to be other groups that you run into. Yeah. And you may not be able to power them. Right. I think. You know, just like he said before, when we first met Jeremiah, he is using this time to try and build a relationship that wasn't there before with his sons. And that isn't going well. Like, Troy is crazy, and he's what I feel like he's ashamed of Troy. And Jacob is just like, 
trying to be the politician and he's failing at that slowly. So I think that Jeremiah thinks that he's failing uh, his second chance with his sons and that's what's leading him kind of to the bottle. And honestly, the second chance at this new society, people are not staying as, you know, true to him or true to their group and they're leaving in. So, yeah. Yeah, because he could have convinced them. Like Vernon and his yeah, family, just like, they, they want to leave. Like his family, some some in when they have kids, they become women. It was ridiculous. Right. He said a lot of really hateful, borderline racist, borderline sexist things <laughs> yeah. in this episode. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and maybe not even borderline, maybe blatantly yeah. sexist and racist. And I, I guess they're trying to establish him as a character with flaws and with problems. And but we knew that already. Just from mm-hmm. meeting him a couple of times and watching him talk to shit to his wife about whatever, you're not tired, you want to go get drunk and then pass yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> but I just feel like that he could have done a better job. And it's Madison seeing that is convincing her more and more that he's not the person that needs to be in charge here. Yeah. If it's if it needs to be me, because she even said if we gotta take over the ranch, we'll take over the ranch. And she, I think she's well within. That's part of her plan. I'm hoping that's part of her plan. Is that like I'm going to be in charge? Yeah, I think she's going to have to fight Nick for that though too, because he's building up such a relationship with Jeremiah, mm-hmm. and yeah, I think whenever it comes to that, Madison's going to tell Nick, and it's going to be like this. Yeah, we gotta we gotta take it over, and he's gonna he's gonna have some. Yeah. And Alicia doesn't care about taking it over. She just wants to, you know, have a little fun before she dies. She just wants to plow. Well, it's just, (laughs) (laughs) and they've got birth control in the pantry because God knows you don't want to have preppers. You don't want to have babies in the apocalypse to not have babies, but you want to have all the sex with everybody. It's basically, I mean, just keeps up morale. Throw all the keys in a bowl, see what happens. Throw yeah. all the keys in a bowl with pills. And just whatever happens, happens. You run out of liquor. What you don't run out of is intercourse. <laughs> that's that's right. <laughs> Might run out of people to do it with. <laughs> right. Well, uh, that was last Tuesday, but that's fine. I mean, might as well again. That's when you change hands. It feels like a stranger. <laughs> that's right. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, what do we want to talk about next? Because there's this was more of a setup episode for the finale. Yeah. So there's stories going on. Because Madison, they're all scared of Walker and his group. And we come to find out that Walker and his people feel like this land was stolen from them generations ago. And they've been trying to sue in civil court for a long, long time to get the land back. And they keep losing because they don't have a leg to stand on. But that doesn't matter now. Yeah. Now all the laws are gone. So you just take what you want. It's the Wild West. Yeah, it's martial law. Yeah. You know, the strong survive, the strong right. get what they want. You know, and yeah. they light the fires all around the camp as an intimidation technique. And, you know, that wouldn't really scare me because, and I like the point that Madison made. She's like, yeah, they didn't burn down the ranch because they want the land and they want it to be yeah. usable. They just want us to leave. Yeah. So lighting fires is meh. Hmm. Cool. You wasted all this firewood. Maybe you attracted some walkers to our fence, but that's fine. We're fine. It was to scare them. But they have guns. They have like, so many guns. It's just obscene. Jeremiah's camp is just... That that gun room, that locker room, <laughs> the armory was insane. You know, when when Troy went down there and he's, he, you're just looking around, you're like, 
Wow, there's so many canisters there in the wall full of ammo. I count 65 ARs. There's about 40 AKs. Yeah. All these handguns. I'm like, what? Do we, <laughs> what? Right. You need, so, okay, Troy says they should attack. Jeremiah says they should wait. Where do you stand? Um. Well, we're going to find out a lot whenever Jacob goes and talks with Walker. Dumbass. Um, I think that Jacob's just going to get him into a situation, if not killed, which is fine. He's he's a pretty killable character. Yeah, I think he's the expendable one of the yeah. three. Yeah. Because um, Troy is, is the one you start out like hating, and they're trying to make us like him. I'm not there with him. You don't like him yet? Uh, I just... I don't know. Every every time they try and do like a redeeming scene with him or him leading the troops, like the whole speech with the troops, I I don't know. I would have been like, if I'm one of those troops, I'd be like, no, fuck you, man. <laughs> You're an asshole. Right. You're not a leader. But yeah, I think that Jacob's really expendable. So based on what happens with Jacob is, is you know, they're either going to go and fight to get him or try to make some deal for exchanges and then shit's going to go down. Shit is going to go down. I'm hoping for a war. I feel like if, you know, we, we had already had a war at this point in walking dead, right? This was when the governor and the yep. scene three is the governor in the prison yep. and the tank and all that shit. Right. Yes. No, I really do think there needs to be something big on this, on this finale because yeah. If they don't do something huge, other than, like, killing a main character, I know it's big, but they they just need to do something really big. Yeah, it's been really good going. setup, really good character development this season so far, and I've enjoyed the episodes, but we need a climax, you know? Yeah. Don't just tease yeah. me and not let me finish. We need to finish me off like Alicia does to Jacob. <laughs> That's why she needs the birth Yikes. control. That's why she needs the birth control. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I would love for... a you know, a big war, whatever we need to do. And then I think they just really need to just start like the writers and directors need to start making us care about the characters who are on the show. Yeah. That is like, has been my biggest, you know, issue with it since you don't care about any season of them? one. It's, I just, I'm having a hard time like connecting with any one of them. Like Nick is one I find a little interesting and so yeah. I feel kind of like, like him, but I then like there's Nick. times where I'm like, "Oh, shut up, get out of here." I don't know. Like that's where that's where I'm at. I'm I'm very cynical, sure. And so I'm really asking them, <laughs> make me like them, make me like, make me care about these. Characters. It's not like I'm not giving it a chance. What about I'm Daniel? Do you care about Daniel? He's pretty cool. And Strand, I like Strand. I don't like Strand. Oh, dude, so good. I can't stand his voice. Really? It's like. He's, Dude, he's my it. Herschel. No, I dig it. <laughs> he's my Herschel. It's my the worst. style and my color. Oh, I hated that line. <laughs> I hated that line. Whenever that came on, Robin was in the room with me, and she looked at me like, why the fuck are you watching this? <laughs> That's the cheesiest <laughs> shit I've ever heard. And I was like, Dude, it was so good. I'm sorry. That was, that was strained epitomized in uh, four or five words. It was, it was terrible. Yeah. Okay, so Vernon, the other founder that's still alive, leaves with his family. 
And Troy is like, no, this is not happening because his buddy Mike is leaving with Vernon and he goes and he stops him at the gate and the, the sentry at the gate is like, your dad said it was fine. He's like, shut the fuck up or I'm going to shoot you in the yeah, head. I'm going to kill you. If you open the gate, I'm going to shoot you in the head and your, your life will be over. Which is also terrible because that's one of his men. He, he just threatened his he, life. He, he's just talking. That's Come on, crazy. He's just talking. Like, that's just he didn't crazy mean talk. it. He wasn't really going to shoot uh, him in the head. He's trying to make a point. Like he's a terrible leader. No, he's just trying. Like chill, chill, chill out. I'm going to kill you. But Mike, he's like Mike. That's not what men do. And he had a valid point. He's like yo, yo, yo. The first sign of struggle. The first sign that things are going to get tough. You leave. You bail on these people that we're supposed to be protecting. That's not what men do. Yeah. And that's one thing that I appreciate about Troy. And it's that, a, yeah, that was my favorite part about this. Episode. It is, it's a lost, I don't know, it's a lost uh, idea that now people think when the going gets tough, quit. And it's just yeah. frustrating that, you know, if something gets hard, if something gets challenging, like, fine, I'll just quit. It's not supposed to be. What happened to perseverance? What happened to trying? What happened to, you know, working hard for something and making it through to the end and accomplishing something? Like, yeah. so many people, they give up so easy. It right. just drives me insane. Like, I just don't get it. My parents were always, like, I hated some things that I did as a kid. But my parents were like, you started this, you're going to finish it. After you finish it, you can decide not to do yeah. it again, but you're going to finish it. Like, I had kids on my soccer team. They're like, I don't like soccer. Three games into the season, and then they quit. And then the rest of the team is screwed because we have one less guy to sub in. Even if you're garbage, at least we have a body so that other people can right. rest. I mean, just finish what you start. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. And it was it was cool because that was one of the scenes in this episode that made me, like, think, you know, the reason why I like The Walking Dead, because I always think of myself in that position and, like, what would I do in that position? And to look at one of my friends that, like, not only did I know, but, like, they knew them for, like, 30 years. Yeah, since you were kids. And so that's that's a childhood friend who won't even look you in the face and just drives off. Well, and I, think, I would be pissed, too. I think Mike knew that what he was doing wasn't right, which is why he wouldn't mm -hmm. look at Troy. And Vernon wouldn't look at him either. Vernon's like, I'm not doing this, Troy. We've made up our mind. We're going. But they, they know that there's a little bit of shame in what they're doing. Yeah. There's a little bit of giving up and giving in and quitting in what they're doing, and they weren't real proud of it, but they had sure. already made up their mind. Sure. But Troy, Troy wasn't having it. <laughs> He was just like mm -hmm. that. I, I'm not satisfied with your response, so I'm gonna go where there's not people around to try and make me stop getting an answer from you, yep. and I'm gonna get an answer. Oh yeah, and he got what he wanted, I guess. <laughs> I don't think he got what he wanted, I and mean, because I don't think he would have done that he if he'd gotten kill, no. if he'd have gotten any answer at all. But I think Mike just couldn't do it, and so that's why Troy just snapped. And murdered his whole family, probably yeah. in front of him. I bet he killed the other five in front of Mike to try and get him to talk. That seems like something he'd do. And and that's why I have to hope, because of that scene, I have to hope that Madison isn't... Oh, sorry, I have to hope that she is using him. Yeah. Like, because of that, he's just a reckless... He, well, wild card that can't be trusted. He just can't be trusted. Sure. And she even told him, she's like, and you need to be able to control it. If you can tell me that you can control it, that's fine. But if you can't, you need to let me know. 
And she knows he can't control it. Yeah. And everybody else saw through it right away. Uh, Jeremiah, Nick, Madison was like, maybe it was Walker. And Nick was like, what? They took the shoes off these other people. Yeah. They wouldn't waste shit. There's a week and a half worth of food in there and two horses. No mm-hmm. way. Of yeah. course Troy did this. Yeah. And Madison using the, that, though, back at the ranch was an interesting tactic where she t- is in front of the other people and they're like, Walker and his people did this. We need to stay here. We're better armed. We're better prepared. There's a fight coming and they know they can't win if we stay together and they're trying to divide us. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what to think because um, even Nick was like, how do you tell a lie that big to so many people and sleep at night? Because I know you thought that was cheesy, but it's true. Well, and it's, it's, but it's keeping your, your family alive. And it's, but at the expense of others, hearing at the expense of so many others, it just doesn't matter because she's only out to protect. And this is why I like Madison. She's only out to protect her family. But Rick used to be that way. And sure. he realized that that's no way to live. He's realized that she's got to need- get past that, that phase of her. Well, okay. She's not to where Rick is uh, granted, but I mean, so many people that she's putting at risk, those people aren't prepared for a war. Those people aren't prepared for a fight. They've never seen any real action. Like, so what is the benefit of them just being cannon fodder, basically? I just don't, I don't understand. Like, maybe well, if they start training and getting them ready, sure. The benefit is, is there's a chance. And so, and a, and a really good chance based on their armory. That's, well, you just and, all of them and their gun. numbers. Yeah, give all of and them their numbers. Gun. Yeah. You know, so she's got a chance. To one, keep the ranch. Two, keep her family safe and not send them, you know, back out into the wasteland. And she needs this so bad because for the first time in the show, she's leading her family on her own. Sure, you know, so no, no, Troy. She she needs people around her, but she's definitely not afraid to use people. I guess that's fair. But Nick. Nick really just felt lied to. And Nick was like, why didn't you tell me? I thought we were in this together. And Madison is still, I'm not understanding Madison's sudden trust and belief in Troy and not in her own son. Because Nick has proven that he's capable. He's also proven that he's as much of a wild card as Troy is. So why Troy over Nick? I don't understand. Yeah. And Nick Nick saying, I would have backed you. I would have backed you. I wouldn't have liked it, but I would have understood. We could have had a conversation. I would have understood. I would have backed your play. But you blindsiding me like this and forcing me into having to back you is not cool. And I get that. But also at the same time, it's like, kind of had to work on my feet. Kind of had to go with the punches. Well, I mean, they had that whole car ride back to talk about it. Yeah, you're right. Sure. But... Sure. What? <laughs> Sound like I, is, I just say is that's, that's something you say to your wife when no. you're just done talking about it. I'm not your wife. We're doing a podcast. No. This this means we have conversations. I know. This means just, you don't just stop talking to no, me. No, I get you, it. I get it. I get it. So I just think I don't know. I I feel like, and this is my only thing with Nick because I want to like Nick, but he just has random like qualms or random problems with things and. In my mind, like, 
again, Madison is trying to survive and protect her family, and sure, she's telling some lies. And hopefully she's lying a lot to Troy because he's a crazy mofo. So she needs to drag him down the trail that leads her to being the most important person to Troy so she can use him. And I'm sorry, but it's surviving. She's going to have to lie a little bit. Okay, I get that. But Nick, he cares about people more than Madison does. Especially for someone who's a high school guidance teacher. That's his problem. Is that he cares about people? Well, and I think that was his big problem with what Madison yeah. did is like you you don't you don't seem to care about these people. You're yeah. only caring about me and Alicia, which I get you're a mom. That's fine. Your priority is your children. I understand that. But it's a different day, different time. We are old enough to almost take care of ourselves. So shit, we were separated for how long and I did it, so it's gonna be fine. So yeah. I get where he's coming from. Yeah, makes sense. But I'm excited about the finale next week. I'm hoping yeah, there's a fight. I hope it's good. I'm hoping we get to see some Strayan and some Daniel. I am. I'm always hopeful with this show. Like, well, I haven't been disappointed. Yeah, I mean, like this season, last season, yes, but this season, I haven't been disappointed. I liked what they did with Troy's character. I like what they're doing with Strand and Daniel, and I like what they're doing on the ranch. I think sure. I think there's a great potential for a really good season, and I've enjoyed it so far. I think it's been great. Yeah, I think it's better than it's ever been before. Yeah. So sweet. Yeah. So anything else we missed on this episode? Anything else we need to talk about? I'm sure about? we missed some stuff. Yeah. That's fine. If we missed it, you can let us know. You can send us a Twitter, a tweet. Uh, we're all on the Twitter, but our sh- Twitter for this show is at FearInthCast. And if you need more than 140 characters, you can send us an email, fear at inthcast.com, and that comes to me, Jason, and Josh, so we'll all three be able to read it and see what you said. And one of us, or multiple of us, yeah. will respond. Yeah, and I just got done learning how to read, so <laughs> yeah. I'm good to go. And we do love hearing from you guys. Uh, yeah. It makes it makes it a lot easier and more fun for us to talk about the show when we know that other people want to have a conversation about it. So please do take the time to let us know what you thought. And then also check out our website, uh, fearinthcast.com. And it's got a blog, all of our episodes. And if you want to donate to our Patreon, we have we have a few patrons, and we appreciate all of you. But if you want to donate to the cause, to our survival, um, just go there, and you can give it a tier that you feel comfortable with. Yes. Anything else? I think that's it. Cool. Well, we'll be back later this week for Preacher. But in the meantime, fight the dead. Fear the Nthcast. cast. <laughs>